0: What's up, listeners? Welcome back to The Lab. It is The Dre and David Show, our next best episode, where today we're going to riff on all things cool on the hill. Welcome into The Lab, my partner and co-host, Dre. Dre, what's up, man? What's up, Herb? What's going on? Back at y'all
1: one more time, man. Chilling out here in, in good old February. Black History Month is always upon us, man, but it's even more highlighted in the month of February. Just happy to be here, man. Happy to be here. Man. Is that all you got? Yeah. All yeah. It's got, February, man. and
0: we got all kinds of things going on this month. You know it's Black History Month. You know it's Valentine's. You know it's it's warming up a little bit outside. And you know vaccines are available for teachers and other school members. So it's just so a great month. Come on, it man. It's a good month, man. It is. But it's
1: short, man. I just wish it was longer, man, you know. but We've been but, saying but, that's it. Okay. So yeah, anyway, I'm, yeah, I'm I with you, know, man. God, so, yeah, yeah. It. February. Yeah, yeah, All right. man. So I so I always start to show out, you know, because I know Davis is gonna ask the question. Dre, how was your weekend? Yeah, let's talk about Great it, man. Great question, Davis. Man, you know what? I, I I did the the one thing I hate the most in life, man. What's that, man? Moving.
0: Oh, oh. I moving. thought you were gonna say something else. No, but, okay, man. moving. Move talk about
1: man. it. Help my boy out. Good, good friend of mine up in Longmont, man, who always comes through for me, helps me out. So I had to make sure that I had to return the favor, man. But we had to move couches,
0: and I'm gonna tell you what, man. I would never buy a recliner. Okay, so before we get into that, let me ask you. There there are only two reasons why someone's going to ask for your help moving. Mm-hmm. Either you have a truck mm-hmm. or you work out a lot. What like what the, the, the second is definitely true. Okay, so yeah. no truck but you work out a lot. So he saw some muscles in me. Oh, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Okay. And you all walk in right.
1: my house. I got, you know, pictures of me playing college football and all that. No. I can't oh. deny, you know what I'm saying? I, I used to be kind of strong. I definitely am not strong anymore, man, because trying to carry a recliner up and down the <laughs> stairs, I'm going to tell you what, man. Hey, LeBron, I understand you got a lot oh, of rings man. and all
0: that. I want to see you move a couch, LeBron. Okay, so was it, a, was it an apartment move where you were going up to the third floor? Did you get the worst unit in the, in the building? Uh, it was a
1: split-level move oh. into a, a ranch home with a basement. So, like most folks, you know what I'm saying, the recliner, the comfortable couch goes down in the basement. Yeah, yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? We, we made it happen. Uh, we had to deconstruct the entire house to get the couch down oh, in the basement. Yeah. But nonetheless, my boy's got a comfortable uh, chair in his basement, and I got a sore back and probably a ruptured tricep. Oh, but nonetheless, oh, nonetheless,
0: just... it was worth it. Wrong gotta, time. Got to help people out. You know what I'm saying? I'm glad you were there for him. This is a bad time to move. Weather, it's Ooh. cold. I'll, you know what I'm saying? But, hey, if you were there, mm-hmm. nice job, man. Yeah. And then the shortest answer in the
1: world, of course, is, Davis, how was your, your weekend, man? What did you do? My weekend was good, man. It was good. Like, like what do you want, man? What do you mean, man? I just want to – what did you get into? Was there a, a particular movie or book that you referenced or, you know – Anything happen outside of nothing, I guess,
0: is what we're looking Outside for. of nothing. <laughs> Thanks, man. Cut I mean, the yard. I, I mean, you know, <laughs> look, I, I got, you know, I, I'm just going to tell you I had a good weekend. I, did I do much? Probably not. I watched a little TV. I read a book. I, I, I'm doing a little bit, man, but, you know, I, I don't know. I'm, 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 I'm low-key, man. I'm
1: just proud of you, man. I'm. I'm pretty
0: sure you're also Batman
1: or something, but proud of you. That okay. That was a very it. Bruce Thanks, Wayne man. answer, man.
0: That's Thanks. Just, I, 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 I don't know, man. <laughs> I, mean, I know I know I need to step my game up, but you know it's just a time of year where it's this is low key. Hey, man, I have I have enough fun for both of them, man. It's all good. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Who's so, on our show today, man? That's, let's that's, yes. What
1: the what the, what the people?
0: And before original. we get into that, let's talk about some things that are going on around Smoky Hill What's High School on the uh, hill, baby. Because we've got some amazing things going on here, and you know we'll start with sports. And then we'll bring it to the other side of the building and talk activities and, and academics. How about that? Let's do that. Let's so, do sports, that. you were at uh, last night's or you, you you were at last week's game. Uh, tell us the last basketball game you were at. So, I went and saw our boys play at Mullen High School. Okay. Um,
1: hard fought, you know, battle. You know, our boys were, were right there at the, until the end of it. You know, Mullen has like a, a eight-foot-tall center. Uh, who, who was just out there just pulling up, looking like, you know, you know, Carl Anthony Towns out there, man. He <laughs> yeah. can get ball, good player. Yeah. Right. You know, our boys fell short, but nonetheless, man, they play great as a team. You know, we have a, we have a young group of guys who are gelling together. Uh, they strung some victories together after that. Uh, I know, Rashawn, you are announcing our games. You're mm-hmm. definitely front and center for most of them, but we, our, our squad is doing well, man. I'm proud of where we're at. Always can do better. But we're we're putting it together, man. Shout out to the basketball team and Coach Harden.
0: Yeah, yeah, the, the boys really are bringing it. You know, I was I was here uh, for their last home game where you know strange things happened in the end. There were six guys on the court. There was a three point shot and overtime, and we lost. And and somewhere in there, there's a riddle. But but it was it was a crazy crazy uh, night of basketball. But I want to give a shout out to to the girls. Now, you know, they are playing hard and their record might not look like what it should uh, or what some people might want it to look like. But, man, I'm telling you that every Mm -hmm. night that they're they're just bringing it. And I I went to so last week I went to
1: our girls played against Eagle Crest at Eagle Crest, Uh came out on fire playing R.D., hustling. Uh, And I know that Eagle Crest team a week before that put it on as pretty, pretty tough. Uh, and our girls could have easily came out, you know, with no energy and folded, but they came out and competed. Um, you know, they didn't get the win, but it definitely was a, a better performance than what it was during that first Eagle Crest game. But shout out to our lady Buffs, man, for holding it down. Uh, much love for, for the whole team. Keep
0: doing it. Yeah, let me let me mention some key names. On that boys team, there are three names that will just keep jumping at you in in their passion for for the game and in the stat books. And that's Jordan Whitaker, Brayden Maldonado and Anthony Harris Jr. Yeah, man, uh, those three guys—they're just lighting up a lot of fellas around the state. So um, I got to give them a shout out. And while you know I, I love that entire girls' team, there is one kid on that team that is is gonna be a player to watch for the next few years here on campus, and that is uh, Caroline Garland. Yep. And uh, oh man, oh I just had her name in my dome. Uh, but she is a freshman um i'm gonna come back to it because i'm gonna remember who uh who she is i don't know why i'm dropping it uh right now but i tell you what there are some great things going on down in in athletics you know our palms are and cheers are getting ready for their competitive uh, season and, and final competitions so they've got that going you got wrestling out there competing hard as well yeah it's a wrestling team the, swim and dive Swimming. is is making it happen getting it done um they just had their last meet and they've got uh, annalise thomas jaden phillips um uh who's the other one? Uh, virginia berglin and christina uh domashevich i think is how you say her last name but man they are light lighten it up If you can say that about the pool right absolutely man and and you look at this
1: just this school year and where we're at with athletics i mean the fact that they didn't even know if they were going to have a season let alone the how hard our our students and our athletes are competing at this level man so just shout out to to all of our, our our winter sports right now keep working hard keep doing your thing
0: yeah, and I'm still gonna come back with that name because this is <laughs> while I'm saying she's a player to watch, I'm like, well, what's her name? Right. So I'm gonna come back on that one. Definitely gonna get to it for sure, man. All right. So are we ready to jump into a little bit about today's show? Who do we have today? That's the thing, man. Because
1: I, I see some I see some kids, man. I see students. Do you we got, see do you see we students? Got students back on yeah, the show? It, it's man. gonna
0: be it's gonna be kind of wild today as we as we talk about what's going on in a, in yet another area of of our campus so with that uh, i want to introduce you to can i introduce all right finally i get to introduce because anybody that usually listens to our show knows that dre gets to what introduce a, the, all of our the, guests the fact that you don't do anything on the weekend man you gotta says i should i should you practice take your slack up man. all right okay so we get to bring in uh, two of smoky hill's finest and if i mess up your names i want you to call me on it how about that so our guest today afia uh afia uh Bwache Yado, how about that? Did I get it right?
2: You can get it, Afia Bwache
0: Yado. that is. Bwache Yado. There
3: it is. <laughs> and Terrence Mafo. That was close, that was it. Same man. <laughs> Terence Mofo, like awesome. like, dog, like, you kind of pronounce it the R a little bit, but it's all Mafo. good.
0: <laughs> Mofo, The so Terrence Mofo, Afia and Terrence, can we go there? And I bet our listeners already know who you are, Absolutely. right? Uh, your presence on campus. <laughs> So two, two, two phenomenal young students here at Smoky, actually not young
1: anymore, they're about to be graduating this year, um, uh, who are doing some great work uh, in our school around supporting students uh, through social emotional uh, means. And, and they're looking to leave a legacy here at Smoky Hill High School relative to that support. So we're gonna dive into that a little later in the show. Um, but out the gate, you know, tell us a little bit about yourself, Miss Afia.
2: Who are you? Thank you so much for having me on the show, as well as Terrence. Um, My name is Afia, as you guys already know. Um, I was not originally born here, so surprised there. I am an African young lady. I was born in Ghana, and I moved here when I was about nine years old uh, with my dad. And then I kind of just, we conjoined our family that way with my mom and brother already here. Um, I'm a student at Smokey a (sighs) Senior. Shout out to seniors
1: 2020. A little bit too right. long to right. get
2: here, a little bit too <laughs> long. We're, yeah. we're going at it. <laughs> So yeah, we're just here to talk about um everything that we have going on for smokey currently and everything we're going to be doing, you know, in the upcoming years, even after we leave. So we're super, super excited. Thank you.
1: Absolutely. Thank you for joining us, Sophia. Sophia, coming from so Ghana, right? Shout out to Ghana. Also, shout out to the motherland, Africa as well, right. Um, so coming coming over as a nine year old, you said, right? Mm-hmm.
2: Yes. Okay. Did
1: you were you also in, in the school system in and where you're at in Ghana?
2: Um, sort of. I was what a third grader when I have left um, Ghana. So I came here and then I joined in. Uh, fourth grade I was originally at Aurora Public Schools and then I think what in the middle of seventh grade is when I moved to Cherry Creek and I've been here ever since. Um, we're not picking any favorites but maybe Cherry Creek has my heart a little bit.
1: Okay <laughs> got you because we was gonna Pretty make cool. you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. And then we got our young man in the, in, in the back just chilling as cool as he could be Mr. Terrence. Terrence man tell us a little bit about yourself and and uh, kind of who you are sir.
3: Thank you for introducing me. As y'all know, my name is Terrence. Um, senior at Smoky Hill High School. I'm also Ghanaian as well, but I'm a first-generation Ghanaian-American, meaning that my parents were born in Ghana, but I was born in the United States. Um, as mainly, I'm an athlete at Smoky Hill. I played football, ran track. Um, I, have, I had an older sister who went here as well. Her name was Kimberly Marfo, and um, I'm just happy to be here.
0: Absolutely, thanks, Terrence. Okay, Terrence, come on, man. Tell us about track. What are you running? How, how good are
3: you, man? What's up? Um, so for track, last year was gonna be my like first official year running for Smoky Hill, but that got canceled short because of COVID, sadly. So that was that was terrifying. That was terrible, terrifying because I didn't know if we we're gonna have a track season. Um, this year, anyways, but um, mainly for track, my favorite my favorite race would have to be the four uh, x one relay. Just okay. cause one, I'm, I enjoy teamwork. I enjoy working with teams and, you know, I'm usually like the anchor the last person to run and finish the race and just finishing for my team is just the best feeling ever.
0: So Terrence say he got that speed. he looks like he's, <laughs> even <laughs> in the gym. I see man. The speed, man. I got a shirt that I can wear. I should, right. I should have had you moving with me this past week. <laughs> 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 okay. Let me ask you both this question. If you, if we could start with you, uh, Tell us please one thing that you have really enjoyed about your time here at Smoky Hill High School.
2: Um, Smokey Hill is so, so, so diverse that it was almost crazy when I had first walked in the door. Like, I appreciate the fact that there's something for every student to find, no matter what their interest is, no matter what their background is, you will find your group of people, and it is just so accepting of students that nobody's going to be left out in the corner somewhere or anything like that. And, um, when I had first came to Smokey, the first club that I joined was the African Students Association. Shout out to them. Those are my people. Those are my family. Shout out! (laughs) it helped me so much when it came to you know everything regarding school how to explain this whole even the education system to your parents let them understand what your future goals are everything yeah. we have been able to show light a little aspect of africa to all of the students at smoky hill during world awareness weeks and it's just been so good that was the first time that i have felt a belonging in this you know smoky hill and it's stuck in that way since all four years now we're about to graduate and they're still my family we're still pretty tight so and that's one thing that I love about Smokey. Everybody is going to find their family no matter what.
1: Absolutely. Same question, Terrence. What what would you identify as one thing that, you, that you've really enjoyed thoroughly here at Smokey Hill?
3: Uh, you found my answer similar to Othea's. For me, it was how welcoming the school was because originally I went to Thunder Ridge Middle School and I was supposed to go to Eagle Crest, but I ended up transferring to Smokey Hill. So I didn't know anyone here. So just coming here, I came in as like this really quiet kid who knew nobody and didn't really do much my freshman and sophomore years but as time went on i met people like kathia who introduced me to asa and sources of strength and i just started to meet people make friends and just like better myself as an individual and better other an individuals as i met them
0: absolutely thanks for sharing that t nice man and so again let's
3: start with you this
0: time terence tell us please something that because you've been here for your your entire high school career uh tell us something that over this this last year and a half that, that, man, you have really missed that, that one event or activity or game or whatever it might've been that, man. I
3: think I can't really put it into like an activity or like a specific thing. Like, of course, like I'm an athlete. So I definitely like have those sports and everything, but I think just the people, just seeing people and interacting with everyone and just being in class, like class is just weird because we have to wear masks and stay apart. We can't really like get that um, face-to-face interaction that, that we would like. But still, you just get to see people and you get to interact. And being in the house for like however it was like a month or two Mm -hmm. during that quarantine, and then uh, coming back online and remote just was like everything was so different. But then coming back to hybrid, just meeting people and just like also being able to make new friends and everything was just the best feeling ever. Just to come back.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely, now, Fia. I know when you had spoke on you being a senior this year, I just saw this look on your face, like "Thank God, yes, it's almost over," right? <laughs> yes, <I'm> so, <laughs> so, so, over it. so, obviously, kind of navigating through your senior year in the middle of a pandemic, right? What have you been able to hold on to as a sense of just, just hope and 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 just this beacon of light? I know graduation is obviously that one thing, but what's what's really helping you stay motivated to get there through this tough time? Yeah,
2: for sure, I think that. For me, it's a whole lot that I have to prove to myself and my family personally. Um, My dad has you know, a bachelor's degree, he was able to go to college and everything. And that was in Africa. So I feel like with mm. me being here, I have so many more opportunities. I have much better reach. So my dad always tells me if I was able to bring you here for your education, this way you have to take your kids to the moon. <laughs> That's a little thing that I hold myself to that. He had to sacrifice the whole life for me to make it. So at the end, making my parents proud of everything that they had to sacrifice for me, my little brother, and my little sister is really what's holding on my future. I'm so much in you know, invested in my future. I want to make a great future for myself, for my peers, for other people, for my family. And that's really what I'm holding on to. So, for all of their graduation, the first little mile, milestone upon so many things that we have to do after that, but we're yeah. ready for
0: it. <laughs> that's a that legacy you're trying to leave. I hear wow. you, wow. I hear you. You know, here's, here's a thought, right? Uh, so we usually ask our guests, you know, some of the same questions, and this one's always important, uh, for your time here, we need you to, to give a shout out to those adults, teachers and staff members who you would say have really helped you along the way. Think back to those early years, think back to you know, last semester, but wherever you have found those adults on campus who have helped you, give a shout out. Man,
2: I'm gonna have to start with Gerzig. She's my number one. She Shout
0: out
1: amazing.
2: to Miss G. So, 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 so supportive. Such an amazing teacher. She really cares about the well being of her students a whole lot, you know, than you would even imagine a teacher to. She is so, so supportive. And one thing that I love about her is if you ever go to her for some help and she's not going to be able to give you the answer or the help that she needs, she's not going to just leave you dry. She will make sure that you find somebody to connect you with for you to get the help that she needs. And that is just so amazing of her. She's been my teacher, sophomore years, when I first met her and then I had her again in 11th grade. This year, unfortunately, I don't have her anymore, but we still stay in touch. Um, I go to her classroom as often as I can, you know, see her, talk to her, update her on how things are going with college. She's been my college advisor. She's just done so much for me since the beginning of me being at a little younger, 14, 15 years old. And now I'm about to, you know, go out into the world, and I feel like she's prepared me so much. And she really is a good English teacher, too. She helps me <laughs> oh, so yeah, much. Yeah. Yeah. Oh,
0: yeah, I know. Trust yeah. me. I...
2: She knows what she's doing. I know.
0: I <laughs> and know. She loves-
2: so much English has always been a pretty strong suit of mine but she's always bettering me in that way it's so so amazing to have had her as my teacher all these years. Second one is going to go to Mrs. V. Ms. Vocal Sang who is my geometry teacher sophomore year. year year. You, oh, I was so busy. I had to be doing homework the class before her class so it wouldn't be late. I was always in her office, always in her class, and I need help on this. Can you help with this? And I don't understand this. And she was so patient with me. Um, I ended up getting awarded for it at the end of the year, and I was so surprised I didn't even go to the award show because I didn't even know it was happening. Hang on, you're going to
1: win the Oscar and have somebody else take it on I your life.
2: Back. <laughs> Yeah, I got back from school, or I think somebody texted me. They're like, oh, we saw you on the little slideshow." I'm like, what slideshow?"
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> but she is so amazing she was so patient with me and for the amount of times that I was in her classroom and her offices while she's even teaching avid class I'm like can you just help me with this math problem really quickly she is so so amazing uh, we still keep in touch as course as well um, she has been able to write recommendations for me for college so I've been also keeping tabs with her as to everything that's happening around you know the postgraduate all of those things and then Mrs. Horst Oh Lord, nobody told me senior year was going to be this busy. Lord Jesus, she knows what <laughs> she's going to. She is such a great help. She knows everything about scholarships, financial aid. She knows the deadlines of my schools before even I know the deadlines for my schools. <laughs> nice. And
1: yeah, just say say the name one more time. Who was it, Miss Miss?
2: Miss Horace, the pro. Horse. Yes.
1: yes. Yes. Oh, okay.
2: so she knows how to do her job. job quick oh, you email her two seconds later. I got everything you need consider it done I'm like, wow okay
0: sure,
1: sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah so, man, and and, Davis and I we have the 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 uh, luxury of our offices are right across the way from her theater mm-hmm. there's there's always very rare that she doesn't have any children in front of her yeah. or that she's working on something for a students so Shout
2: out to this horse. Senior year is a whole lot to grasp. And even being 2021, too, our seniors have been going through a lot. And she's always there every step, making sure that we're getting everything that we need to in time for graduation, you know, for college, all of those things. She's very, very supportive as well. So shout out to those three. Those are my names. They are so supportive. And they really do make Smokey Hill really great.
1: Absolutely. Glad to hear that, Afia. Taryn, same question, man. Who, who would you attribute? Um, you know, what adults in the building would you attribute your success to and have had a profound impact on you as a student here at Smokey?
3: I mean, <clears throat> my list is definitely going to be like a little longer than hers. <laughs>
1: um, We're not competing. we Williams is out like, for a
3: show, you know, though, right? Deep deep out, you don't go. Go. Okay, I'm,
0: I'm going to
3: keep it brief. Uh, you know, coming in, coming in at <laughs> in Smoky Hill, as a, like that shy semi kid who didn't know anybody, I'd like to give a shout out to definitely Mr. Holguin. Because he got me into like just Sir like environment. Mr. Hogan is one of the funniest guys you will ever meet. Oh, and yeah. then in his class, in his math class, like we were his first um, class of freshmen that he taught in like six years. So he just yeah. knew how to make the class fun. And one of the greatest things about his class was the fact that like I wasn't the smartest kid in his class. So it was just like it was a competition. He made the class a competition. He just made it so fun. Um, Shout out to Mr. Mr. Hogan. Um, on to the next, Senora um, Alejandra Laraona. My Spanish teacher. I I sadly couldn't have her this year, but I had her every single year of my high school career, and she is the scariest Spanish teacher. <laughs> <laughs> when you meet her, she is so intimidating, and then because of like her um, a Latina accent, it's even scarier. But as you get to meet her, you just know that like she's an educator. She's here to my or mold the young minds and just help students, you know, throughout their high school career, she definitely helped me a lot get out my shell, made me talk in front of class and, um, you know, taught me Spanish. Sadly, I forgot a oh, lot of- shout it.
1: out to miss <laughs> Alejandra.
3: Yeah, With right on. Um, onto the, my English teacher, uh, my sophomore English teacher, Mr. Trenton, he was definitely a big inspiration for me in terms of just like actually enjoying English and writing. He made writing a lot more fun and made me more of a creative individual because he's more of a think outside of the box type of teacher. And not just like T T I Q ways. Like he taught us how to write paragraphs in different ways, and just taught us to like use our minds and just you know love what we do. So, Mr. Yeah, shout, shout out, you, Mr. T. let show Mr. Alwyn, Where does he driver had most? Of them, very talkative. Oh,
0: yeah, I love <laughs> Mr. Alwin, man.
1: Right on.
3: <laughs> love Mr. Alwyn, Very talkative. He also taught you how to think outside of the box and use uh, use um, just. Uh, different things that you learn, like on TV, like he was a very um, quote unquote kind of guy, like he'd quote things from like Eddie Murphy's comedy shows. Like he just like taught us a lot of different things and take inspiration from different areas. Um, Oh, Miss Edwards, she's definitely been a big help to me. She's my AP stat teacher. Uh, This year, she's been a big help to me. So far, this senior year has been the hardest year I've had because I'm just trying to get out, to be honest with you. But um, she's definitely been been a big help. She's definitely, like, one of the main teachers I go to uh, when I need help. And, you know, she's just been there for me. And, you know, I still talk to her because she's my teacher. But, um, yeah. And then lastly, Coach Barnes, most intimidating coach (laughs) Coach Barnes, intimidating. Seems like a very angry individual. But- <laughs> <laughs> okay, I had for gym
2: just one year. Oh my god! A- <laughs> <laughs> yes.
3: Oh, Terrence, how did Coach uh, Barnes help you in your journey, man? For him, he was more of a you need to be disciplined type of guy because he wouldn't like if we were running like the pacer test or lifting in weight class. He wouldn't let he wouldn't let you stop. He'd make you finish until your body would give give out on you. So he was definitely a guy who taught me to be disciplined and, you know, see things through the end because the result is always worth it. Awesome. Definitely.
1: Appreciate you, Terrence. Great, great. Hey, both of y'all, man, just a great, almost like a great personality profile y'all have on, our, on, our, on some yeah. of our staff. Members, yeah, yeah. Shout out to that depth of uh, of understanding y'all y'all got, man. appreciate that. Going to, to Miss Sophia. so obviously you're a senior, getting ready to walk across the stage here soon. What would senior – Afia, tell freshman Afia, if you could go back to meet her and talk to her about what to expect. Uh Uh-oh, did we lose her? Afia, did we lose you? Yeah, it looks like we lost her. Oh, she froze up. All right, well, so Terrence, I'm going to swing that same question to you. I know you just got off the mic, but what would senior Terrence go back and tell freshman Terrence about high school and life in general?
3: honest, I'd have a lot to tell them. (laughs) I'd have a lot. One of the main things is don't come into high school afraid because that was one thing. Again, coming to a school that I didn't know anyone at, don't come into high school afraid because I came into high school um, just questioning everything and just wondering like what it'd be like and just kind of, I kind of regret my freshman and sophomore years because I didn't do anything. I was really shy and I was really quiet and I wish I did a lot more than I ever did. So um, coming, coming into high school, I tell him to be more involved, don't be shy. And even if you're shy, it's for me, it's easy to break out of my shell. So I know he'd be able to break out of his shell. So definitely just, you know, be involved and also don't BS, <laughs> don't BS. Gotcha. That work, when it comes, you got to do it. Don't hold it to the last second, don't procrastinate, get it done. Gotcha. Uh, yeah.
1: Appreciate the insight, Teren. So I know we had lost you for a quick second, uh, but the question I want to ask you is, Obviously, as a senior, you're getting ready to walk across that stage soon, right? And what would senior Afia tell freshman Afia if she met her?
2: Okay, well, I was definitely the opposite of Terrence. I did not come into high school scared at all. I was not shy. Um, I was very much kind of a lot of different friend groups just trying to figure out everything that I kind of liked, but one thing that I wish I had focused more on was just not that I was I'm um, academically lacking or anything like that, but especially for freshman year, I think I really could have pushed myself a little bit harder get into some higher level classes, knowing that I could take that you know, wait on myself and be able to prevail through that. So that is one of the things um, personally for me that I think somebody, because if you know that you can take this higher level class, you can ace it. And mind you, the teachers are also there to help, which is another thing that I also like to always touch on is that when you need help, the teachers love when students come to them for help. I mean, they're teachers, that's what they want to do. So if you ever need help and if you don't want to take this class because it's a little bit too hard, all you need to do is just talk to the teacher. They will figure out, you know, a way for you to understand the material, be able to learn the material and everything like that. So number one is if you know that you can take something higher academically, please go for it. And if you would You know, if you need the help, take all of the help that you need with your teachers, your counselors, your coaches, all of those things. And I definitely do second Terrence on that is that high school is going to be tough. So make it a little bit easier on yourself. Get out of your shell a little bit, make some new friends, you know, join some sports that you think you may have not ever joined, some clubs that you think you may have not ever had interest in. And it really just, it makes the full experience very, very easy to handle. Um, it makes it enjoyable, for sure, because who wants to be taking tests all day and learning and studying all day? So get out your shell a little, meet up with some people and get it all popping. It's going to be a very, very fun experience.
1: <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, you have it, man. The two seniors who are about to graduate, the introspection they have, the, the, the depth of, of understanding of their experience. You know, I hope we have any, if there are any ninth grade listeners or any even middle school listeners out there right now, I hope y'all soaked up some of that game. That uh, Terrence and Fe are able to bestow upon you. Speaking of soaking up, my stomach is growling, David. It's lunchtime. It's lunchtime. Terrence and Fe, we're gonna let y'all roll to lunch with us, man, and kind of, kind of, kind of jump in, man. So you know, for for our listeners, and I know, you know, you can't see us, but you can definitely hear us. Mm-hmm. So so my brother Davis here is wearing a T-shirt, and today at, at um, today at Smoky High School to celebrate our, our Black History Spirit Week. Uh, we had asked our staff and our students to wear uh, college shirts or uh, shirts that uh, represent an HBCU or historical uh, black college, right? Yep. My man Davis is rocking a Hillman t-shirt, right? right. Got, got to go there. And so the significance of, of what this man is wearing is just it just is near and dear to me. So for those of you who are children of the 80s and 90s, like Davis and I, and some of our youngsters, like like Terrence and Phil, who have no idea what we're talking no about. No idea, man. Rookies. Right? Man, different world was the one. Yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? That was the one where, you know, growing up, man, as, as, as a little black dude down in, in Houston, I realized, you know what, man, you know what? I could probably go to college. I could yeah. go to college. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But I did not go to a
0: place as fun as Hillman. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I, 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 and, and that's the whole take, right? Like college... If, if I if I use TV to help me understand what college was, man, I'm in trouble, right? Like, exactly. but, I, I'm, I'm just saying, because it looked like they just hung out and ate all the time. Yeah, I didn't go to class. Right? And then only went to class to argue with someone and walk out. Right, right? and I was like season five. Yeah, <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying, man.
1: That's
0: what I'm saying. And it was where you figured out what your fashion game was, right? Like, because exactly. you couldn't be on campus looking like a scrub. Exactly. That so, yeah, I, I, it was it, one of the best shows, it was so well written, the yeah. characters, amazing.
1: Great.
0: Uh, I mean, you know, who didn't want to hang out at Hillman? I, I know I wanted to kick it,
1: you know, probably for some of the wrong reasons. We're not going to talk about that on my well, podcast, but Whitney Gilbert, shout yes, out, yes. Jasmine Guy, uh, yes. Lisa Bonet, shout out. But um nonetheless, man, with Black History Month, obviously, you know, upon us, I, I wanted to ask our, our guests a question, right? And so, With Afia and Terrence, you know, rooted, you know, and and, and actually in some instances from Africa, right? Yeah, straight up. African history, African history and African American history, right? Are two things that I think, and just for me, we got, how do we bridge that together some kind of way? You know what I'm saying? How do we really highlight, you know, what our history also is? You know from the african perspective as well you know that I mean? was
0: deep man that was uh that was act deep what are you asking these these kids what are you asking what
1: i'm asking them is that i guess as 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 students who have parents from africa right mm. who they can reference right now on the spot right yeah how do you i guess feel or kind of see or even ideas around bringing that to the forefront of black history month not just black history month but just throughout the course of even just celebrating you know who we are as a people in america you know how do we bring that you know that african perspective to
0: to our history I know that's deep. That's a deep lunchtime. That, that is deep, man. That, we, we never go that deep at lunch. <laughs> you know, what do you, know, else, what you got? Come with on. All, what do. else do you have about Man, that. now I got to Okay.
2: <laughs> I'm actually kind of glad that you pointed that out because, I mean, for as long no, as No, don't I, help I, him.
0: Are you? Oh, oh man.
2: <laughs> very touchy topic that he brought up, but it's still very, very important. And Terrence probably- would have a very interesting answer, which you'll hear. I, I kind of know exactly, maybe not exactly, but I kind of know where he's going to spring it around. Just for
1: so I, I want you to know how dope Afia is. Afia is engaged in the game of Uno right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, so that's why I want y'all to know right. how, how cold she is. Go ahead, Afia. You got it. All right.
3: <laughs>
2: um, so, yeah, <laughs> I was just going to talk personally from my experiences. I see that there is definitely a disconnect between you know, descendants of slaves that, you know, are African Americans here, as well as in comparison to people that are currently or migrants from Africa, you know, there is a really big disconnect. I mean, I know that when I see some, you know, African Americans and I'm with my family, my, you know, parents are... People that are, you know, African tend to shun down them because they see everything that's wrong with African Americans and all types of like bad behaviors, which really anybody could be doing. But they just kind of associate that with African Americans. And then on the other hand, African Americans are kind of associating behaviors or patterns that Africans are doing, um, or maybe even making fun of them. I know the African booty scratcher never gets old. Ask any African if they've been called that, and they will say yes. We take no offense to it, as you know, ask it right now because we know that we were young, you know bullying happens and it was just it's all good we've explained ourselves everything is good but I think that clubs like the African Students Association is where it all starts I feel like you need to be able to recognize and that's where that bridge starts being that they need to recognize that it's going to be a mix of cultures at that point as the point that we are here in America we are also seen as African Americans you will not get past a cop and she's not going to see, oh, you're African, so you're different from the rest. No, no, no. At the same, at that point, we all got the same skin color. So whatever they're going through, we will most likely be going through it as well. And now um, African-Americans are also more interested in African culture. They want to learn about our food. They want to learn about our music. They want to learn about a the dance. They want to connect themselves to a place where they used to call home that they've just lost so much connection to because of, you know, 300, 400 years of separation and everything like that. So, I think that, that awareness on both sides is really what's going to help that. A lot of the things that they're thinking, you know, we sleep in huts and, you know, we don't have water and we don't, it is not like that at all. If I had the choice to be in Africa right now, heck yes, I'm going back. That place is amazing. Maybe it's because I'm from there. Maybe it's because I've lived there half my life. But the connection is always there. No, we do not live in huts. Yes, we have water. Yes, we have Ubers. Yes, there are places that are very developed, but there are also places that are very underdeveloped that need a lot of help. And I think that that's everywhere, regardless of where you go, whether they're in, you know, America or China or whatever, there's definitely some places that are there. But as long as people are willing to learn, people are willing to connect with something, mind you that we are all the same type of people. Like I said, when it comes down to the very basis we will all be treated the same in the eyes of somebody else just because we have the same skin color. So why not take a little bit deeper, learn about each other, learn about the struggles that African-Americans went through here and why they're so hostile in certain situations and learn about Africans as well, our rich history, you know, as we're all connected to it and everything like that. So I'm really kind of glad that you brought this up don't don't be counting on him, Mr. Davis. Don't do that. <laughs> oh,
1: man. No, I got, I got you. I got you. Hey, Afia, I you, got you. I got you. I feel you would have done well at Hillman College. But but don't don't help him. Right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Terrence, I know you back there chomping at the bit, man. <laughs> yeah. I saw you <laughs> talking to it. yourself and processing. Yeah. <laughs> process. So obviously, I know it's, that's a heavy that's a heavy question. That's a deep yeah, question. But, you know, what's your what's your perspective on that?
3: Um, So being a first generation uh, Ghanaian American, I have like a different perspective from her because I was born here and I lived here. I lived like, uh, like my first early life was like in the ghetto kind of sorta. So like one thing that happened a lot to me was I was too African to be American, but I was too American to be African. So it was like, I was just in this area, I was in this gray area where I didn't know what I wanted to be or what I could be. So I think that a big thing that Afia definitely said was like, there has to be some sort of like acceptance between the two. And just like Africans have to learn how to accept African Americans, and African Americans have to do the same thing and accept Africans, and just learn that we are the same people. We have the same roots. We come from the same continent. Our skin color isn't the same, or is the same for a specific reason. So we have to learn how to, you know, connect. And um, just mainly a lot, another big thing is definitely um, for African Americans is finding their roots, because I know a lot of it was lost throughout history. You know what I'm saying? You have um, just, I forgot the term that they used back then, but you have those who were mixed with their slave owners. So like their history was lost and more of their history comes from the white side of their family. And then you have just the African-Americans who just like lost their roots. But, um, you know, even even if you lose your roots, you can always go back to Ghana and just claim an area as yours, just claim a place, find, find a place like Ghana, Nigeria, Uganda, et cetera, just claim it as yours, learn about the culture, learn about the history and just make it a part of who you are and just become greater that way. And then again, Africans, when we come to America, we have to learn how to not only adapt to the culture, but respect it, because that's something that we struggle to do a lot, is we um, we try to force our culture onto others and our mindsets onto others, but we don't understand that they have their own will and their own mindset and that we have to respect that and accommodate for it. Absolutely, yeah.
0: Terrence. I appreciate you for sharing. That's the too, collection man. plate, man. All right, yeah, that's just, what I'm saying, man. <laughs> that's, that's what Smokey Hill is about, yeah, yeah, That's why know, I love this place. I man. had some question about lunch, but <laughs> that's just, all right. but, but speaking <laughs> about,
1: so talking about, let's talk about Ghana and let's talk about culture. Let's talk about one of everybody's favorite culture, food. Sophia, if I were to go to Ghana, what must I eat? Or, what must Davis and I eat in God?
0: Yeah, thanks for inviting me.
2: First off, um, you have to try Jollof. Jollof uh-huh. is universal. It is every every African knows what love is. It is basically rice. It has an orange color to it. It's very very tasty. You can make it spicy. You can make it kind of you know sweeter on you know the spices if you would like. But that's the first thing that you have to try. And then I'd like you to try a more cultural food, either eto, which is basically mashed plantains. You can put any toppings that you want. You can put avocados on there. You can put some onions on there. You can put some. What else can you put on that you can put some peanuts on there that one is really good one of my favorite my brother loves it and then my mom's favorite for sure <laughs> is fufu fufu my mom will eat every day night evening afternoon breakfast dinner if she could she would eat it every day and um, there's lots of different um, what's, in, what's what's in fufu um it's the same thing it's like plantains kind of mashed with some um cassava powder and you kind of you know, mash it together It's like the way you would make kind of mashed potatoes, but very, very kind of dense. And then the soup that you eat with it is what kind of brings the flavor. Um, you can have different types of soup. Uh, African Americans are most noted, noted to like peanut butter soup. Um, so that one is something that you can try. I would definitely recommend that. That's one of my favorite soups. Mine is just chicken soup. I like to keep it very, very simple because I can make it spicy, <laughs> but oh, those work.
1: work. All right. Appreciate okay. that. Thank, right. You. Thank, you. Thank you. Terrence, you got anything you want to add, man? What's, what's, uh, what's the
3: must-have must cuisine, man? Must-have, a muchio, which is basically rice balls, but with the peanut soup that she was talking about, it is different.
1: It's the
0: one?
3: <laughs> <laughs> That's one of my favorites. I mean, it and then another big thing, when you actually go to Ghana, I've never tried it. Like I went to Ghana, I was like two, so I don't remember. But like every Ghanaian that I've ever met that says when you go to Ghana, one thing they should recommend is kebabs. Like the kebabs there apparently hit different. <laughs> the reaction like kebabs. To I
2: kebabs went to Ghana um last um last year for 11th grade I literally went right in the middle of the school year but anyways the way I was eating kebabs every day I had they hit so different yeah. so yeah if you're looking for a little appetizer or whatever the kebabs they definitely
0: okay so, let, right so 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 we, we, before we wrap up our lunch period let me ask you this uh because we're always riffing on some of the best restaurants around town. If you're not eating at home, some good home cooked food, where in town can I go buy some good food uh, that that would have me thinking I I was at your house?
2: Okay, so there is an African cuisine. It is in Green Valley Ranch. I only went there once, and I went there when I was um, very, very little, like when we had first came here. So I was like 10, but it was very, very, still tastes very much like home. Um, I had fufu there, no brainer. My mom made me, but it was still very good. Um, And then recently, there was like a little trend where people wanted to try a whole lot of African foods. Um, So the fufu was the one that they were trying the most, and I actually recommended a student at Stonky Hill Danny, um, I don't know her last name, unfortunately, for her to go there. And she ended up t- trying some over there. And it was very, very good, according to her.
0: What's called? Um, so, What's called?
2: Um, it is called the African Restaurant and Cuisine. It is in Green Valley Ranch. I okay. can send you. <laughs>
1: That's work. Appreciate you. Terrence, you got a spot, man?
3: Oh Honestly, my mom, and my mom just be cooking. You gotta come to my, <laughs> <laughs> you gotta come to my house for the best food. That's, that's all it is. All right. we, as
0: you. soon as we wrap up, man, we we'll we
1: we'll over. <laughs> anyway, what's on, man? Absolutely. So now transition out of lunch, man. We grubbed, ate, good to go now. Awesome. Done as a fool. Now getting back, getting back to our guests. So so I'm a, I'm gonna pitch this first one at Terrence. So Terrence, I was made aware, obviously that you and Afia are working on some phenomenal things relative to supporting students at Smoky Hill High School. Um, Terrence, can you kind of bring us into what you and Afia have been working on and, and kind of what you're doing uh, this year in our Sources of Strength class?
3: Yes, sir. Um, so for one, our project that we started on specifically is called Universal Prosperity. And our main goal, or at least from, from my side, is to basically just give everyone perspective on different things in the world, whether that's um, coming from a, a student's perspective, an African-American's perspective, a person a part of the LGBTQ perspective, or someone with a mental or physical disparity. Those are the four main things that we work on. We want everyone to understand each other because in order for us to you know, prosper universally, we have to um, understand each other. And so with Sources of Strength, uh, they're our sponsor, of course, and we're gonna be presenting um, our project to them. So the entire um, Sources of Strength understands what's going on next week, uh, mainly because one, we're gonna be seniors, so we're gonna be gone and we want this project to continue as, of, as long as possible. So we definitely want leaders uh, who are freshmen, sophomore, juniors to take, uh, take lead in this. Um, I think one big thing that you need to understand in order to understand the um, project would be the how it started, but yeah.
1: Oh man, absolutely. So fear when you guys came up with this and kind of developed this program and this and this uh, support mechanism, how do you best see this supporting our students here at Smoky Hill?
2: Mm-hmm, for sure, um, I think that the education is going to be a very big part. I mean, everybody already knows that high school prepares you for college. It you for very very practical things your maths your sciences your english but but one thing that i feel like is very very lacking in the educational system is just you know informal learning how to learn with to work with people how to learn about these very very tough subjects that are going to come out in the world i mean eventually when we graduate eventually when we graduate college and whatever you know we're going to be out in the real world being real people and we want to be able to leave the world in a very, very positive way, way better off than when we came in. And that's what we're going to be, you know, transgression in this whole, you know, program that we're trying to start. We're trying to be educating um, our students to create a sense of together togetherness in Smoky Hill that's going to be appreciative of all the differences. Everybody already says, regardless of the differences, but I believe that the differences matter. You have to keep those in there because that's what makes everybody different. If it didn't matter, we probably would be just clones copy pasted of each other, but they matter so much because they are part of who we are. So we're going to be learning to appreciate and expect those differences and all of the things that come with it. We're going to be learning about, you know, Black Lives Matter movement, we'll be learning about the LGBTQ community, we'll be learning about why maybe certain uh religions or the way they are why certain religions believe in this and don't believe in that and we're just going to be connecting it all together we want to be able to create a safe space where students can be who they are individually and be able to recognize that this person is different from me but it does not mean that i have to hate them for it you know and that's where it kind of all started i mean it started with the movie that i watched that terrence recommended to me um, we watched um, The Boy in the striped Pajamas. And mind you, I am a little African girl. At my biggest age, I did not know anything about the Holocaust besides like the bare minimum of what they taught us in history class. And after watching that movie, I felt so, so like touched by it. I was very, very upset <laughs> by how the things played out. And I realized that Okay, take it away. If it wasn't Jews, it could have happened to somebody uh, that was of color. It could have happened to Muslims. It could have happened to anybody. So how am I going to stop this from happening? Because it's obviously too late for us to go save all of those millions of lives that were lost. And uh, we realized that people are just, it comes to the very bottom line of either you're ignorant or you're just not, you know, as big enough of a person to understand that you cannot control how people are going to be reacting, how people are going to be, you know, up, brought up in their families, their religions, their countries and everything like that. And that's where it mainly comes down to making sure that stuff like the Holocaust doesn't have to happen again because you know I'm Jewish, or because you're German or because I'm black or because you know those little things that shouldn't matter like the differences are there. And there's got to be a reason for it. So we, it's time that we need to start appreciating that. And that's where this whole thing kind of came up with.
0: Absolutely. Thanks well, so so, so Terrence, if you can talk to us about, about your passion. So the Boy in Striped Pajamas. I mean, you watched it and you felt something. So, Dave, talk to us about, about that whole thing. How you felt and why it was so important for you to, to call someone, text someone, knock on someone's door and say, you need to see this.
3: Well, for me, I already knew a lot about the Holocaust, just because, like, shout out to my third grade teacher, Mrs. Grub. She never, like... Um, censored anything like we knew everything about everything so it was like just from a young age I always knew a lot about um the holocaust but i had never uh, watched the boy in sharp pajamas but somebody had read it and recommended me reading but i'm not really a reader like that so i found the movie and i watched (laughs) um, the movie the movie hit hit harder because it was based basically mainly about children Children who were affected in the war and children like have like a soft spot in my heart, especially because like my main goal is to make the future better for those who are coming, who are coming next. And um, just because children were affected to the point where like they they didn't have teeth at the age of ten, like that just hit. So it was just like I needed I needed a way for like people to understand that like this can't happen again. And one thing that I really um, something that I really like rely on and something that like my parents like drill into my head is that. You have to learn from the past to make the future better. And so learning from the past and learning from this and creating a project from this can prevent anything like the Holocaust from ever happening again, like Fia was talking about. So letting her know about it, especially because she, from Ghana, nine years old, didn't know much about the Holocaust, informing her about something like that was a big thing. Informing one person can uh, inform two people, can inform three people, that can inform millions of people in the world, and that'll just make the world a better place. Love it. Love
1: it. So I know... So right now, and again, I know the the support and the, and the things and the lessons that you guys have created um, are currently just being implemented into the uh, sources of strength class. Is that is that correct? Yes. Awesome. All right. Yes. What, what kind of what kind of impact are you seeing thus far from some of the things that you both have created, um, relative to this class?
2: Maybe um, I can be I... Sophia. <laughs> one thing I have definitely noticed is that the drive is there. We were basically hoping like what happens if somebody just doesn't want to learn about it what happens if it's too touchy of a subject for somebody? <laughs> I remember one of the things that we were learning about in English my uh, junior year is that you talk about the dogs and the, the, the dogs are mad and you talk about the cats and then the cats are mad. You know, What if somebody, the subject is just too touchy for them to even want to you know open themselves up to hear another side? And that's one thing that we're definitely seeing that their drive is there for students wanting to learn. They are understanding that that formal, informal education that they're going to be getting, is not going to be a why, was MX plus B course or anything, but they understanding that it's important for them as individuals of the world to be able to understand all of these things in order for us to be making positive change on it. And that's one thing that we're very, very hopeful because once the drive is there, you can work towards the steps to have somebody being more accepting of something or being, you know, just even recognizing it, you know, having that kind of awareness for it. And um, right now, one of the things that we wanted to quickly start on kind of is a little bit late because it's Black History Month. but like, there's always next time. It's always Black History Month. <laughs> um,
0: hey, hey. There you
2: go. About um, the whole Black Lives Matter movement in conjunction with like policing and everything like that. Um, we wanted to do a video with our police officers and have them talk about standard procedure that happens when you stop somebody over this way. Our students are learning what they need to do if they are ever you know, caught up in that situation and kind of the perspective of what it is for, like for the police officers as well as for a student of color like Terrence and I. You know it's going to be a different situation if I get stopped by a police officer I'm assuming because I'm a woman as compared to him who was a young black man who are the people that are mostly targeted in this you know kind of days and age and everything like that. So the, the drive that people have is definitely helping us so that we make sure that this is not going to die after like two seconds. We don't talk about a touchy subject and we just leave it. It's going to keep on going and that's what we're most
0: Excited for. Absolutely. Very cool. Thank you. And so this being your your senior year, you're you're implementing a program that, that we know will have some sustainability and, and hopefully we will see implemented across campus. Um, but but might not be something that you're here to see as you as you go on. So as you go on, I I, I see that. I see that Terrence. <laughs> uh, as you go on uh, from Smoky Hill High School. What's next for each of you?
1: Because I'm ready to hire y'all right now to teach. Yeah, so we're, we're, y'all got, if y'all don't have any plans, we're going to interview for <laughs> yeah. teaching positions. So, so Terrence, what's your what's your next move, man? When you walk across that stage, what are you walking into?
3: Um, hopefully I'm walking into a world that I can help. That's my biggest thing is I want to become a psychiatrist and mainly um, an adolescent psychiatrist because I know that a lot of teenagers, including myself, have issues that they can't really go to an adult for. So one of my biggest things is I just want to help people. And I understand that another big thing is like in like Black, African, just like colored communities, it's hard to find a person that's your color that you can talk to that can relate to what you're saying. Because a lot of the time, like if I'm having a problem, my parents be like, man, suck it up. Don't like, one thing that I learned at a very young age is men don't cry, but they do. And it's a good way to show emotions, a good way to get it out. So one thing that I wanna do is be, be a colored or a black um, psychiatrist, psychologist, or doctor that someone can go to and feel comfortable with and just talk to. So I just, I just wanna be a big part of my community, big part of just you know helping the world become a better place and make sure that everyone is mentally sound, mentally okay, because if you're mentally okay, you can quite literally do anything. You're capable of anything if you're mentally solidified.
1: My man, absolutely, Terrence. Sophia, after you uh, serve two terms as the (laughs) president of the United States, what are you looking to do after you're you're president? (laughs) Sophia, what are you you walking into uh, after you walk across that stage? What are you looking at?
2: Yeah, for sure. Hopefully, I'll be going to my very, very top college that I'm trying to get into, which is Brown University. Okay, Brown knocking on wood, everything like that. Um, I do want to be a physician. I want to be an um, obstetricianist, um, and I want to be a gynecologist as well. Um, putting those things together, you already know, I'm going to be taking care of our African American woman. Um, we are so, so kind of, I feel like we're a little bit deprived when it comes to healthcare. care. Um, they don't even realize it, but some physicians or nurses um, that are not of color will tend to kind of bypass the pain that we're going through through like pregnancy, for example, and they don't even realize it. And I think that it comes very, very much to just like little things like that, of, you know, being aware that, yeah, know, it hurts. <laughs> so go help her out and stuff like that. Um, personally, my mom has had some troubles um, before she was giving birth to my little baby sister. Um, she was a preemie baby. Um, Miracle baby, if anything, but she was still here. So that kind of put the passion in there definitely for me. So that is my ultimate goal. And I also do not want to leave my humanities behind. You know, this whole project started because of my awareness to the world and everything. So I actually want to be taking minors in um, gender studies or African-American studies to make sure that my humanities is still intact. I will not be a robot by the end of college. Do not worry. (laughs) So yeah, I'm trying to use my, you know, Physicians go not only to serve everything medically but realizing that I'm also, you know, a human I am also going to be giving my gifts and my services to other people. And it's going to start by learning more about them, you know, being a woman as myself and being an African American or African, really. <laughs> those two just kind of combine it all well together for me in a pretty little pot. And that's just what I'm most excited for. Of course, we will not leave universal prosperity behind Even after we graduate, we'll definitely keep in touch with them. We'll be creating, creating plans that are probably going to foresee most likely the next two years at the very least. We're trying to be training these students first with you know, peer counseling so that they're ready to be leaders and think of these ideas that Terrence and I are thinking of right now so that it never dies off. Because I think that that informal education is very, very important, just as equal as, you know, learning your math and your English and, you know, how to write an essay. <laughs>
1: absolutely. Okay. Wow. I mean, this is
0: why we do what we do. Absolutely, man. That's why we do
1: what we do, man. Smokey High School, I'm going to tell you, man, we got students like these walking around these hallways in, in a multitude. Who, who share perspective, who share different backgrounds, who are just looking to really,
0: really make this world a better place, impact. man. It's impact. And and look, I don't know who's speaking at graduation, but but I'd be ready to go into the world seriously right after that. So like, like I'm just going to throw it out there, man. Can we just do the podcast on the graduation stage? That's what I'm stage? saying. And, and, just, <laughs> and just ready to roll, right? Just let it happen because these two have wrapped
1: it up. Wow. That's all I got to say, man, is wow. Sincerity. Nothing else needs to be said. Terrence...
0: Afia. Wow. I'm, I'm, you know what, again, I need to be in the classroom more. This, this is, this is what you miss when, you know, when you become an administrator, but man, I I tell you what, I'm, thank you. Sincerely.
1: Thank you. Like for real, man. Y'all. Thank you. Y'all, y'all are, I mean, just, just, and this again is just two of our finest students here smoking skipping dinner because i'm fed i'm I'm, good i might i might find a way for y'all to not graduate just see that's what i'm Uh, saying but not sincerely thank y'all so much for coming on to the show i know it's been a long time coming um but i'm glad we were able to get you here especially at the time we need you at right now especially in this month um i I just thank you seriously from the bottom of my heart and uh Look forward to connecting with y'all and seeing the great work that y'all have started to continue and make sure I'm a part of that as well.
0: Times two, man. Times two. Absolutely, man. This has been great. Wow. Um, And and you know what? I, I encourage our listeners to tune in every week because this is what we do we find those gems that are on our campus and we want to bring them here so that they can share our voice so uh to our guests today i want to say thank you on behalf of dre and myself for being here and for all that you're doing for smoky hill high school and the smoky hill community and man you got big things coming uh So again, this is another episode of the Dre and Davis Show. You can find us on Anchor FM and Apple Podcasts. And we encourage you to reach out, tell a friend, listen to the show. And if you know someone who needs to be part of our show, drop by the office here in the school and and, and let us know. Absolutely.
1: Again, if you're listening, don't we'll just put the stars on there. Leave a
0: comment. That, that's what I'm saying, man. <laughs> <laughs> Give us some feedback. Five right? stars is for food, man. Right, we need man. to hear we about need, it, right? comment, you know what I'm saying? Um, so. All right, so uh, here we go. We are we are are tuning out for another uh, episode of the Dre and Davis Show. Dre, I will see you next time. Yes, sir. Right, everybody else. Peace out. Peace.